Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today comes from the Gospel lesson just read, especially these words. When the crowds saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God, who had given such authority to men. Thus far our text. Your friends in Christ, he has given authority to men, to people. Jesus has given authority to you, authority to forgive sins. Do you know how wonderful that is? That means that when Pastor Poppy declared your forgiveness at the beginning of this divine service, that you were really forgiven. Forgiven not just by Him, but by God. Or as we say it in the small catechism, authority to forgive sins means that when the cold minister of Christ deals with you by God's divine command, in particular when they absolve those who repent of their sins and wish to do better, it is just as valid and certain even in heaven, as if Christ, our dear Lord, dealt with you himself. You have the authority to forgive sin. That means that when a wife tells her husband, who left his socks wrong side out again, and on the floor six inches from the hamper, failing to sacrifice himself, to get it the other six inches into the hamper, when she says, you're forgiven, he is forgiven. It means that when a husband forgives a wife of whatever her sin might be, the same is true. She is forgiven. Their sins before God are made well. And you can arrange it any way you want to. A friend can forgive a friend. A brother can forgive a sister. A sister can forgive a brother. A neighbor can forgive a neighbor. God has given such authority to humankind. Now to understand the way that it works, we need to understand what that word authority means. Authority means that one exercises an action on behalf of another. Perhaps the best example is this, an ambassador to another country. An ambassador to another country visits and communicates with that foreign government, but they can't do whatever they want to. All that an ambassador can say to that foreign government is what his own government says. Every action the ambassador does is on behalf of the one who sent him. The power lies not within the ambassador himself. He acts on authority from the one who has sent him. And should he act outside that authority, his words carry 
no weight. Or maybe another way to think about it is with our own government, the way that it's supposed to work. The power of the United States of America lies with you, the citizen. And you exercise that power, electing authorities, congressmen and women, governors, legislators, to act on your authority to govern and rule this nation. At least that's the way it's supposed to work. That's what authority is. A person acting on behalf of another. The power lies not within themselves. They are carrying out the task the one who sent them asked them to do. And that's the way it was at the beginning of the service. When your sins were declared forgiven, the pastor speaks those words not by his own power. A pastor has no indelible character, no magical power within himself to forgive sins. He's acting merely on the authority of God. God forgives sins even when he does it through the pastor. We call that an instrumental means for forgiveness. What that means is this. A trumpet sitting on the floor has no ability to play music. It lays in silence. A violin sent home from school for violin practice doesn't play itself if the child leaves it under the bed. But when someone picks up the instrument and puts the trumpet to their lips or the violin to their chin and they play the instrument, then the beautiful sound comes out. The instrument cannot make music on its own. Someone must play it. So too the pastor cannot forgive sins on their own. They must have the word of God behind them that actually does the forgiving. It's God who forgives sins. God who does it instrumentally through the word of the pastor. You see, pastors have received authority to forgive sins. They've received that authority from Jesus. Jesus himself told all pastors to forgive sins on behalf of God. After the resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples and he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness, it is withheld. Jesus, God in the flesh, gave the authority to forgive sins to pastors and he gave it also to all the church. But how did Jesus have the right to forgive sins. That's where our 
marvelous gospel lesson for this morning comes in. Jesus goes to Capernaum, sort of his headquarters for his ministry. And a man is brought to him who is paralyzed. I want you to imagine being paralyzed, not in our modern world with wheelchairs and robotic carts, machines that breathe for you. Imagine being paralyzed in first century Israel. A terrible situation. No ability to fend for yourself. No ability to work, to provide. No ability to travel, to go to church or anything without the help of several other people. That's the situation this man is in. He has friends. Friends who carry him on a stretcher, fighting their way through the large crowds that surround Jesus to bring this man before the one they hope can help this man. And when they get to Jesus, Jesus, seeing their great faith, says to the man, your sins are forgiven. That's it? That's all? He doesn't say, get up and walk. He doesn't heal the paralysis right away. He doesn't take care of this man's situation in the world. If that's not enough, the Jews that are gathered there say that Jesus is committing blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins, they say. Who do you think you are, Jesus? Jesus knows their wicked thoughts and their evil hearts. So he says to them, which is easier, to say, get up and walk, or to say, your sins are forgiven? The assumed answer is, of course, that it is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, than it is to say, get up and walk. Because when you say, get up and walk, you better see the person get up and walk. And how can a person be healed from paralysis with just a word? Better to say, your sins are forgiven. Well, there's no evidence one way or the other, right? Not for Jesus. Jesus has the power to forgive sins just as well as he has the power to say, get up and walk again. And to prove it, he goes on and says, so that you may know the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat and go home. And as soon as the word of Jesus is spoken, it does exactly what it says. The man's paralysis is healed. He gets up to walk and he goes home. And if the word of Jesus can make a paralyzed man walk, when he says, get up and walk, what does the word of Jesus do when he says, 
your sins are forgiven. It does exactly what it says. It forgives sins. Jesus can forgive sins. And Jesus gives that authority to the church also. The authority so that you can forgive sins. So that you can hear the pastor forgive your sins. And it's an authority that is not cheaply bought. The authority to forgive sins comes with high price. The reason a husband can forgive a wife and that a wife can forgive a husband, the reason that a pastor can declare your sins are forgiven, is because of what Jesus did to forgive them. He went to the cross. The power to forgive sins comes only from the blood of Jesus. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness of sins. His suffering, His torture, His agony. That's why your sins are forgiven. That's why it's so easy for us to say, you are forgiven today. Because it brings back the blood of Jesus upon all that sin. Even from the cross, Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And that prayer covers all your guilt. Taking it as far from you as the east is from the west. Making you holy, righteous, and pure in the sight of God. That blood forgives the sin of husbands, wives, neighbors, brothers, sisters, and all the rest. The blood of Jesus is where the power to forgive sins comes from. And the words that we speak are but the instrumental means that deliver that forgiveness to each other. Dear Christian, why do you doubt it? Your sins are forgiven, just as the Word of God says. For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say to a paralyzed man, get up and walk? Jesus can do both. Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven, or to say the crucified and dead Jesus rose from the dead? God has power to do both things. And both are true. Doubt it no longer. 
Repent of your doubt and believe that you have complete and total forgiveness of sins through Jesus, delivered to you through the word of your pastor and the word of your fellow Christian. Glorify God who has given such marvelous authority to humankind. And not only that, dear friends, make use of this marvelous authority. When sin weighs you down, find a fellow Christian. Confess and be forgiven. When guilt overwhelms you, call up the pastor on the phone. Schedule an appointment. Confess to him and receive the absolution, knowing that your sin will die in his ear as God speaks through his lips the words of Jesus. Take heart, your sins are forgiven. When Satan paralyzes you with fear over all that you've done wrong, confess it and trust in the blood and mercy of Jesus Christ. Being washed in that blood by the word of God. Make use of this authority and forgive also. Forgive those who sin against you, whether they deserve it or not. Forgive those who make you angry. Do not let the sun set on your anger. Forgive those who've done wrong in the past. Forgive husbands, forgive wives, forgive sons and daughters. Forgive, for you were first forgiven by Jesus on the cross through the word of God into your ear. It's a marvelous and powerful authority that God has given to men. For when the called minister of Christ deals with you by God's divine command, in particular when he forgives those who repent of their sins and wish to do better, it is just as valid and certain, even in heaven, as if Christ our dear Lord had dealt with you himself. Be forgiven. Forgive others and find the source of that forgiveness always in Jesus Christ, crucified, dead, and risen, all to take away the sin of the world. Yes, even your sin. In the name of Jesus, amen.